0: Welcome on in to Hick at Night with Ryan Hickey right here on CBS Sports Radio. A happy Saturday, a happy weekend to you, and thank you. Thank you for choosing us to spend a little part of your weekend with right here on CBS Sports Radio. If Michigan is found guilty of cheating, they should be banned from the college football playoff, and Jim Harbaugh should be fired. We have learned this week of a lot of allegations of Michigan illegally going to stadiums, filming team signals, and using that to get an advantage in order to win games. And if found guilty, I don't see how you can allow them, the NCAA can allow them to compete for a national title this year when they are blatantly breaking the rules. Like, to me, this is exactly what the Astros did back in 2017. Right? The Astros cheated in order to learn what pitch was coming. Michigan is cheating in order to learn what play is coming. What's the difference? You are gaining such a big-time advantage over your opponent when you know what's coming. That is massive. It is so much easier to win football games And to succeed, when on offense, you know what the defense is doing. If because of this illegal cheating, now all of a sudden I know because of the signals, oh, look, they're going to blitz. Well, now all of a sudden I can change my plays to counteract that blitz and make sure now I can have a big play. If I'm on defense and I know, oh, well, there's about to be a run play to the right, It's so much easier to stop the run play to the right when I know it's coming versus having to read and react. That advantage Michigan allegedly, or this is all legend, allegedly has, if proven true, is so great that I don't see how you can allow them to be able to compete for a national championship this year. There's been a lot of people this week that have pushed back on that thought and said, what's the big deal? It's not that big of an advantage. Yes, it is. Knowing what play is coming is a massive advantage. And you know how I could sit here, or you know why I could sit here and say that so confidently? Because Michigan's record bears it out. Michigan allegedly began their illegal cheating, illegal sign-stealing scheme Back in 2021, let's just quickly go back in time and look at Michigan's records pre-cheating, current cheating. Pre-cheating, since Jim Harbaugh got there, from 2015 to 2020, Michigan posted a 49-22 and 22 record. 69% win percentage against their big three rivals, Ohio State, Michigan State, Penn State. They combined to go 6-11. and 11 they won zero Big Ten titles and managed to finish above third place in the Big Ten East zero times. That is pre-cheating. Let's go to this current era of alleged cheating. 2021 until now, halfway through 2023. Michigan in that stretch has gone 33-3. and 92% 92% of their games they have won. Against their big three rivals, they are 6-1. They've won the Big Ten Conference twice and have made two college football playoff appearances. So just to recap, pre-cheating, Michigan was a good team, right? You're winning 70% of your games. You're still a good team, pretty good team. Top 10 team at times, but not great against your rivals. And Jim Harbaugh did not do what he was brought there to do, which was win the Big Ten and go to the college football playoff. Then all of a sudden, Michigan hatches this scheme to go to opponents' stadiums in person, which is an NCAA rule you cannot do. Then go video their opposing coaches, watch the signals they're signaling in in order for you to be able to code them so by the time the game comes, you know what plays are coming in which also you're not allowed to do. Use that to your advantage, and then all of a sudden, now that you have an idea of what play is coming, you then go from getting smoked by Ohio State year in and year out to beating them two times in a row. Again, against your big three rivals, you go from 6-11 in six years to now 6-1 in two-plus years. You went from finishing above third place in your own division zero times to winning the outright conference twice and going to the college football playoff now two times in a row and in line to be three times in a row. Hmm. They go from good to great overnight in the same time frame this cheating started. Hmm. Coincidence? I think not. That shows you right there how big of an advantage Michigan has had with this cheating scandal and why, if found guilty by the NCAA, should not be allowed to compete in the college football playoff this year. You can't do it. And if found guilty, Jim Harbaugh has to be fired. He may not have orchestrated the plan, this grand scheme, but he at least knows about it. He bare minimum approved it or allows it to go on, which is guilty by association and He should know, and he should be fired because you, again, are now allowing this illegal activity to go on in your program and gain such a distinct advantage. And that is why, for me, when you look at this season, you cannot allow Michigan, cheating allegedly this season, to be able to compete for a national championship. This has been a great college football season so far. There's been a lot of parity, a lot of unpredictability, which in college football... In recent years, there's not been a lot of, right? In most years, you can go into any given season and count on one hand how many teams can truly win a national title. This year, it's wide open. As we sit here on October 28th, I think there's about eight, nine, ten teams we can truly say, and I can make a case for, to win a national title. It's been tremendous. But the one thing the NCAA cannot allow this season to end with is an asterisk is to have a cloud over what has been a great year. And that's why it's on the NCAA. Their biggest priority has to be getting to the bottom of this and figuring out if Michigan truly did cheat or not by December 3rd. That is their biggest priority and one of the biggest tasks the NCAA will ever have to do in their existence is finding out if Michigan cheated before December 3rd. December 3rd, is when the college football playoff rankings are released and we know the four teams competing for this year's national title. You have to find out if they are guilty or not. Because again, if they are guilty, you cannot allow them to compete for national title. If they're innocent, if they are, are proven not to have cheated, then they deserve, Michigan that is, to have this cloud of doubt and scrutiny removed. They don't deserve to go into the college football playoff with people questioning them and and this controversy around them. They deserve to either be implicated as guilty or cleared and go about their business and then be respected for what they've accomplished on the field. Either way, an answer needs to be had by December 3rd. Because I think the worst case scenario for this season is what I'm about to lay out for you. Michigan wins the national title. The investigation is not concluded by the time the college football playoff is set. And in 2024, 2025, hell, but the way the NCAA moves in a glacially slow pace, it could be 2026. But they find out the results of their investigation whenever, after the season concludes, after Michigan wins the national title. And they find out, wow, Michigan did cheat And they used this advantage that they had to win a lot more games than they should have. This was a distinct advantage that clearly changed the outcome of games. And the NCAA goes back and retroactively vacates this season. Vacates the national title. Vacates Jim Harbaugh's wins. And we are sitting here after what has been a great and wide-open college football season without a winner. Without an ending. Right, when you vacate it, it's nobody wins. That's the worst case scenario. You cannot have what has been a great season so far end with nothing. You cannot rob a team of winning a national championship this year because you allowed a team that's cheating to compete and win the title. Can't do it. it that blood cannot be on the NCAA's hands, which is why it is imperative. Drop everything else. This has to be priority number one, two, three, four, and five. It is Defcon 5 right now. You have to find out in the next six weeks, did Michigan cheat? Did they in fact video opponents illegally? And did they use that information to gain an advantage and no signals before the game started? If so, they're out. If not, they're clear, and we go honor them every way, talking about football again and not talking about sign stealing and talking about who's guilty and who's not. It's on the NCAA to give us an answer, and if that answer is guilty, you cannot, cannot allow Michigan to compete for a national title this year. If innocent, clear them, let's move on, and let's talk some ball here. Either way, we all in college football, Deserve an answer by the time Selection Sunday comes on December 3rd. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. That is the number to call for this question. If Michigan is in fact guilty of cheating, of illegally videoing other teams' signals in order to get an advantage, do you think they should be Banned from the college football playoff. Should Jim Harbaugh be fired for allowing this action to go? 855 212 4227. We go to Beck in Florida. Hello, Beck.
1: Hey, how's it going? Welcome back. Thanks,
0: buddy. Um, Thanks,
1: man. Hey, Before we uh, get into the Michigan uh, punishment thing, uh, back to your top four. Um, I mean, uh, hopefully I bring some facts. Um, But yes, Georgia hasn't played anybody, but Michigan technically really hasn't played anybody. Um, And of course, my alma mater, uh, uh, you know how I feel with Norvell, but FSU, I mean, LSU, Duke, Clemson was ranked at the beginning of the year and obviously wasn't when we played them and. Obviously, that's a rivalry game with us, and that was what our first win in what seven, seven times or yep. something. Oklahoma barely beat Texas. I, I don't, I still don't know how Texas lost that game. Um, with that, but then again, do you think with the um, that the NCA is probably rooting now, so they don't have to make that decision with Michigan, and of course your team, Penn State. And they still have to play OSU. So, do you think they're rooting? So they hope they don't have to make that decision in Michigan. Oh, absolutely. The two-loss year or something, so they don't have to look like the bad guys and that fan base by having to make that decision with again, you know, the upcoming rest of the schedule. So,
0: without a doubt, back. I mean, you know, the NCAA—they don't want to make a decision. They're slow in doing so. You're—they are going to be the biggest Penn State fans in a few weeks, and then the biggest Ohio State fans in a few weeks, and maybe. Iowa fans, if if Michigan wins out and goes to the Big Ten title game, you're right. They do not, and appreciate the call, buddy. They do not want to make a decision here. But that's problematic. They have to. Again, they owe it to everyone here. Beck's a Florida State fan. What if Florida State's on the outside looking in uh, looking in on the college football playoff and Michigan gets in over them, and we find out again in a year or two, Michigan is guilty of cheating. Well, that's also not just, you know, teams – um. Playing Michigan that are unfairly hurt, but also a team like Florida State, where if they're 12 and 1, 13 and 0, and feel like they deserve a chance to make the college football playoff, well, they got bumped by a team that was cheating. That's why it's so important if you're the NCAA here to come to a decision and come to a conclusion by the time we do get to December 3rd. Bernie is calling from Vegas. What's up, Bern? Burn, baby, burn. Burning. flames out. Sean is calling from Southern Cal. What's up, Sean? Oh, hey, how you
2: doing, uh, Ryan? Listen, I just want to say from the very beginning, I agree with you. Um, I also want to say that you know, what I'm talking and referring to is the top four. Specifically, I'd like to just hone in, and this really is for stat man. Is that what he said? He was a stat guy. Uh, oh, Mike to in Georgia? Stats, yeah, if he wants to talk stats, let's just talk this. I promise you it's not necessarily exact, but it's within a few numbers. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Georgia's first four games are UT Martin ball state, South Carolina, and UAB university, of Alabama, Birmingham, um, except for South Carolina, which was ranked number 55 at the time, virtually all three of those other teams were ranked. I promise you 120th or below or high, however you want to say it, right. uh, further out. And I, um, I really think that this should be, when I say illegal, it can't be necessarily illegal. That's not the right word, but to be made to where this can't happen. This has been going on for a long time, especially with Alabama, probably like for a long time. Um, I don't know about Michigan. The last call was talking about Michigan, but I certainly agree with what you said about the top four. I really do, and why Georgia should not be in the top four. Um, I mean, teams that are ranked 120th, and I mean, three of them, I mean, that's just a joke. I agree with you completely, and especially with Washington. My gosh, I remember when I saw Washington in Pennix. I'm sorry, Pennix. It played Indiana. And just like three years ago, I'm like, this guy's amazing. And then he transfers to Washington. I think the coach from Indiana went to Washington, I believe, and he followed him. And he is a truly great quarterback. I've been a USC football fan since 1970, okay? So uh, Trojans, not uh, South Carolina. Uh, And so I – you know, Khalid Williams is really, really good. He is. But I'll tell you, that Pennix guy is great. And so that's all I wanted to say, and uh, thank you very much.
0: Thanks for the call, Sean. You're right about that. Michael Penix Jr. has been tremendous. Again, I'm with you that Georgia does not deserve to be a top-four team right now with what they've shown through the first nine weeks. That is um, – I'm with you. That, that is absolutely the case. They have not proven it. You highlighted their schedule. It's not been very strong. And even though they play a weak schedule, it's, they have not looked good either. They have not looked good either. All right, 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. If Michigan is guilty of sign stealing, illegally, of course, should they be allowed to participate in the college football playoff? And should Jim Harbaugh keep his job with all of this going down? 855-212-4227. Speaking of Harbaugh, I think like people are letting him off the hook. I'll tell you why I'm not when we do return. It's Ryan Hickey with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. That clip, unfortunately, is true. I am a loser. I don't do much outside of sports. And when I try to, like watching Survivor with my girlfriend, I am not allowed because CBS streaming says, nope, sorry, you got to wait till the next day to stream that. By the way, I still have not watched. I still have not had a chance with Thursday Night Football. Now I'm with you here tonight on Friday night, early Saturday morning. I have not watched Survivors. If you're a Survivor fan out there, no spoilers, please. Please. Very frustrating. And the one thing I try to branch out, out from sports with, I am denied by CBS streaming. Okay. So it's Ryan Hickey with you right here on CBS Sports Ready. We're talking Michigan cheating scandal. If they are found guilty... All of illegally stealing signs and cheating, should they be allowed to play uh, to participate in the college football playoff and try to win a national title this year? I don't think so. I think if found guilty, they should absolutely be banned from the college football playoff this season. And Jim Harbaugh should be fired. Let's get one thing straight here. Jim Harbaugh can deny knowledge all he wants. Right now, the only name we have in terms of Michigan staffers involved is the mastermind behind this in Connor Stallions. Jim Harbaugh, bare minimum, knows and is letting this happen. He may not have orchestrated the plan. He may not have been the the mastermind that devised this plan of going to different stadiums and filming team signals in order to kind of get them down. But he, bare minimum, knows what's going on. He's the head coach of Michigan. College football head coaches are the most controlling people on this planet. You can't change the toilet paper at the football facility without getting the head coach's approval. There is no way you could sell me that Jim Harbaugh has his head buried in the sand. That this guy he hired, who just happens to know all the signals, is not doing so in an nefarious way. There's no way. Harbaugh, bare minimum, is letting it happen. And that's why he should be fired. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. If guilty, should Michigan still be allowed to participate in the college football playoff? Ken is calling from Buffalo. What's up, Ken?
2: Hey, how you doing? Um, I agree with you. Harbaugh knows exactly what's going on. They don't. These guys don't miss a beat within their own program. But the only thing I disagree with is these teams change their singles every week. So as far as being an advantage, what could have been an all-out blitz uh, the week the kid was there, the next day they might have six defensive backs in on the same
0: single. I think it's easier said than done, Ken. Like There's a lot of of signals to change, man. I think it's way easier Uh, said than done.
2: I, I don't think so. I think these guys, with the staffs they have and the people they have and the money that's involved there, and I especially think if you're, if you're playing Michigan, I would think you'd do it for sure.
0: Like this is the sales. thing. you got to remember, Ken, I appreciate the call, buddy. These are college kids, right, 18- and 22-year-old kids. They are not professionals in the sense that their time is not fully dedicated to football. We can laugh, but they are still student athletes who are taking classes. You have 20 hours a week. You're allowed to have practices um, with the team. I don't think they have it personally. I don't think they have enough time to change signals around and all of a sudden overhaul their entire offensive signaling process from week to week. I was listening to a podcast earlier this um, this fall with Penn State quarterback Drew Aller, and he was talking about just kind of learning the offense as a freshman and kind of all the memorization. He said Penn State has 900 signals. 900 different signals he's got to remember and learn. I'm sure most programs are like that in a similar, you know, quantity. Are you changing 900 signals from one week to the next and expecting 18 to 22-year-old kids on game day in a highly pressurized situation to remember That, hey, when I hit my right arm, most weeks it means run, but now it means pass and change it up. I think it's honestly too much. I don't think it's realistic to expect signals to be changed on a weekly basis. Bo's call from Dallas. What's up, Bo?
3: Hey, I just had a couple of points to make, Ron. I appreciate you taking my call. Thanks for making Um, it, man. One. If if Michigan is guilty, hey, I'm all for it. I'm not a Michigan fan, I'm a Texas Tech fan. But in order to in order to prove that, what did the NFL have to do with the Patriots when they had the same thing when they had guys videotaping the Bengals practices? Same thing with the Houston Astros when they finally found out that they were cheating. They didn't vacate the World Series. You know, so I, I think it's kinda it it's not gonna be something that's found out in the next few weeks. Um one other point about the uh, the college football top four: to not put Michigan, or I'm sorry, to not put Georgia in the top four when they haven't lost doesn't really matter who they play. I've never been a proponent of style points. Until someone beats them, they're at the top. And then but this is uh, the thing, Bo.
0: Point. The the rankings, right? Each college football season is different, is new. Why should players that are not on Georgia? that played well last year and two years ago help give georgia the benefit of the doubt this year when they're not there
3: but they haven't been beaten
0: right it but they have but other teams have been there. more impressive though so shouldn't we reward teams like ohio state who have played and beaten two top 10 teams shouldn't we reward no, a team like washington with a top 10 win and oklahoma with a top 10 win versus georgia not who's, who's not played anyone and in the games against bad teams they've played they've looked sloppy they've struggled
3: well, I agree they have. But I'm also I think that they shouldn't come out with the top rankings. I mean, they've got the AP, they've got the coaches poll, and then they've got the bowl poll. Come on, man. Don't do anything until the final 3 weeks of the season. By then, it's going to work itself out.
0: But is it I mean, if, 9 weeks is fine enough time, big enough sample size to know who's good and who's not? Only got to wait till
3: the last 3 weeks. And, until they lose, how do you knock them out of the top 4? when they've, they've won the, na- the last two national championships.
0: But that's the thing. I, I mean,
3: appreciate- I agree there's some players who aren't there, but, you know, uh, you've got you've to look at the body of work that the coaches has put there.
0: I and- appreciate the call, buddy. But that's part of, like, what I said before, I don't think history should impact, like, what Georgia did in 2022, to me, is irrelevant when we're looking at the 2023 season, right? The rankings are based on who you play and how you play this season. Not in 2022, not in 2021. It's not a cumulative, oh, let's look at the last three years and what you've done the last three years is going to impact how we rank you now. It's 2023 and 2023 only. And sure, Georgia's not lost. They're undefeated. But so is Ohio State. So is Washington. So is Oklahoma. So is Michigan. So is Florida State. And those teams have played better opponents and have been more consistent. So if you want to look at it as, well, why are you punishing George? They haven't lost. Well, I'll look at it as I'm going to reward teams that challenge themselves, that have impressed, that have won big games, and that have been more consistent. That's what I'm going to do. Ohio State winning two top 10 uh, games, how can you not reward them? How can you still put Georgia number one when they've not played anyone and looked convincing And half their wins. Like, what else does Ohio State have to do? Things can change from now until the final rankings. But at least this one coming out on Tuesday, there's no doubt in my mind. Right now, Georgia's out of the top four. because There are five teams, bare minimum, that I think have played a better schedule and have looked overall more impressive. Those teams should be rewarded. And Georgia shouldn't be given the benefit of the doubt based on things they've done in previous years when it's this year is all that we're worried about. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. 212 4227 855 212 We talked a lot about Michigan cheating. I want to continue that with this also discussion as well. There is something that I I'm a Penn State alum. I'm not going to hide that. But there is actually something frustrating from Michigan's case, that makes me even upset that they are accused of this, and it's for it's in a compliment to Michigan. I'll tell you what that is when we do return. It's Ryan Hickey with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. Here though, with the latest CBS Sports Radio update, Marco Blatty. If I was a Michigan fan, this is where I would be the most annoyed. I would be the most annoyed with the fact that you could make an argument. Michigan did not have to cheat in order to win these last three years. I rattled off the numbers before. In Jim Harbaugh's first six years, from 2015 to 2020, before the alleged cheating started, they, were, they won 70% of their games, 6-11 versus their big three rivals, to now win the Big Ten. Since they started cheating in 2021, they've won 92% of their games, 6-1 against their big rivals, two Big Ten titles, two college football playoff appearances. I am not going to sit here and tell you all of their success is due to cheating. They have a lot of talent. And Colton, you're a Michigan fan, so I think I can, you know, I'm assuming you agree, but you tell me. Michigan, I think, cheating or not, is a good football team. And that is what, if I was a Michigan fan, I would be so frustrated with was the fact that this now brings questions about how good this team is when they just had a lot of talent to begin with and maybe could have went 33-3 and without the cheating in the first place.
4: Yeah, that's what's frustrating. When you're giving all the numbers and I'm sitting there, I'm like thinking to myself, it really hasn't hit me till you've Brought it up just now. Like, I've kind of ignored all this Michigan stuff. I've heard it. I've seen it on social media. I'm like, I've kind of just like, all right, I've had enough of it. Like, all right, get off social media. I'm tired of seeing the Michigan stuff, especially on a bye week from Michigan. So, I'm sitting I'm like, all right, I've had enough. And you're bringing up the years. I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, how does no one talk about this? The, the upgraded quarterback, the run game, the defense. Like, and it's not like these guys are going to the NFL and they're turning out to be duds. Like, Hutchinson's tearing it up. So, like, mm-hmm. he wasn't just knowing things and, uh, you know, oh, oh, he knows all the plays and he's just tearing it up that way. No, he's doing it for the wines. He's having – he had a great rookie season last year, and he's off to a great start again for them this year. Um, I can't wait to see Ojabo. I hate to say it. can't ah, Pump the brakes, Ravens player now, but –
0: yeah, as, a, um, as you're wearing a Steelers hat right now. I yeah. am indeed. I'm sure yeah, you're excited uh, to see him sack Kenny
4: Pickett. Yeah, no, I'm not. But yeah, like David O'Jab was a really good player, too. Like The players are really talented, and they upgraded a quarterback. I get Caden McNamara, eh, but they had a great run game, and Caden just had to make the throws, and he did that. And you look at the upgrade now with J.J. McCarthy. Look at the quarterbacks that Harbaugh had before that. Shea Patterson, Joe Milton, who's at Tennessee somehow. I don't know how the eligibility works. He's somehow still there all these years later. Shea Patterson. Wilton Spate, like I, I mean, it's not remotely close to sniffing range of what JJ McCarthy is right now for the Michigan Wolverines. So again, it's that's kind of what's also frustrating that they probably could have won all these games and didn't need to even remotely have this cheating stuff going on.
0: They have a lot of talent. They have, and it's almost like you wish they were just a bad team that all of a sudden became good because of this, because at least it's explainable. Like we do, like we don't know, right? We'll see if they're guilty. It looks. To be like, they are very guilty of this. Um, and if so, again, the question ha- is out there, like just how much do they actually need this in order to win these games? Like, could they have beaten Ohio State without the cheating? They got talent. And that's what's so frustrating is now, if you're a Michigan fan, a lot of this success you've had the last two and a half years, going on three years, is bare minimum right now tainted. And maybe not, you know, at the end of the day, could not be. Um, they, maybe they could not have beat Ohio State without cheating. We just don't know. And that the fact of that, that question, it's really almost impossible to answer unless we see just the bottom fallout going forward here where now teams know they're cheating, and we see Penn State beat the brakes off of them, and Ohio State beat the brakes off of them, and we realize, oh, wow, maybe they did need all this cheating to help them out. Unless that happens, we're not going to really get an answer, which is frustrating.
4: Very yeah, and I think that's the thing. Like, if Michigan ends up beating Penn State and Ohio State anyway this year, then they're going to be like, all right, we, clearly we didn't need it. And that's what's frustrating because they didn't just beat Ohio State. Like, they bullied them. Like, it wasn't like, oh, they knew it was coming in. C.J. Stroud looked lost. Like, no, they literally got to him every single pass rush. And sorry, you don't have to know signals for pass rushers. They're just getting home. Like, that's this great play by Hutchinson and Ojabo, and they just bullied them running the ball. Like, they ran all over them. I, I don't know. It, it's it's not great, and that's what's frustrating. You mentioned even during the break too. The Astros, they didn't need to cheat. They're so good, and you saw last year, right? Like they're good, and like everyone, oh, I'll take it away from Altuve. Altuve is one of the best players ever to do it, and we're seeing it still. So like right. they they didn't need to cheat, and that's what's kind of like the frustrating part about the whole thing. Like and again, I'm a Yankees fan. Like so, it's with the Astros. Like they're good. They didn't need it. Like I get it's hilarious. Like the the can thing oh, judge, uh, MVP, like, no, they're good either way. Altuve was great either way you slice it. I'm right. sorry.
0: And winning that World Series last year validated but it also just brings up more frustration of you didn't have to do this to yourself. You didn't have to bring this, these questions and all this scrutiny and have a title that most people don't view as legitimate because you decided to cheat when, in fact, you had all the talent on your roster. You didn't have to do that in the first place.
4: Like I said, that's what's frustrating. It's the most talent they've had under Harbaugh, and that's what's like, Why is everyone like, oh, Michigan's been eh since Harbaugh's been there? He's done a lot more than what was there prior. Like, they were not a good football team. Like, now that they they were relevant once he got here, they were winning some games. Now they're really good because he's finally got a legitimate quarterback in the building. He's got another one coming in next year in uh, Jaden Davis. Like, he's finally, I don't know what took him so long, to finally get high-talented quarterbacks. Like, sorry. You can run the ball you want. You got to be able to throw the ball in this college game and you, how it goes to the pros. You got to be able to throw the ball. And I think he's kind of seeing that now. And you're seeing it with JJ McCarthy.
0: So even with the talent there from Michigan, if found guilty of cheating, I still think they can't be allowed to compete in the college world playoff this year. They should be banned and Harbaugh should be fired for allowing this cheating scandal go down. Are you in agreement? 855 212 4227. And if not, why? JB is in Atlanta. What's up, JB?
5: How you doing man appreciate appreciate you taking my thanks call thanks for making man. it man it's on your mind yes sir um yeah, you know, just a, just a few comments man before we talk about the hardball thing though um i i just don't understand the hate on my bulldogs man like um everybody wants to knock us out the top four i mean hell just take us out the top 10 then <laughs> you know what i'm saying um i mean you know i understand that that's that scheduling has a lot to do with selecting the top teams but also people got to realize that the people that are making these decisions also are looking at the bigger picture of what's really going on. And you got to understand it's not just scheduling and how much you beat a team by, but it's also the eye test. It's who looks the best. And and also, I know we want to say that, you know, the last season shouldn't matter with the new season and all that. I understand that. But at the end of the day, when you are the champ, you are the champion until well, somebody you knocks this. you off. That's
0: just that's that's just how it is. In let sport. me answer this, JB. Cause right, the schedule gets a lot of attention. But in my top four, it was Ohio State one, uh, Washington two, Oklahoma three, Michigan four. Michigan's schedule is on par with Georgia. It's not very good. The reason why Michigan is above Georgia is because while they haven't played anyone, they've dominated. They left no doubt in these games. And you've watched Georgia. There was doubt against South Carolina, there was doubt against Auburn. Even though they're playing lesser competition, they're not putting them away and playing at the level of dominance, their talents as they should be. Right. And I understand,
5: but you Michigan is probably the one outlier that you could point to. Every other team has had flaws through the season. Right, but every other and, team, and, 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 unlike think, Georgia, think,
0: has at least one impressive top ten win.
5: But but you gotta realize the committee is also looking at how how beat up the dogs was coming into the season, how hurt they were. A new coordinator, a quarterback that's never started. You see what I'm saying? So all those things well, come into State play when you're that. still undefeated. You, when you're still exactly, Ohio State has has the, had the same issues, uh, uh, but at the same time, there's a difference between Ohio, Ohio State and Georgia, and that is Georgia was the uh, Georgia is the reigning champion. You see what I'm saying? Right, so, but that was last year. Like, Why should that matter this year? I, I mean, right now, I, I, I feel you on that point. It shouldn't matter. But at the same time, if you take everything into a collective and you do the eye test, you can still say there's not a deeper team in the country than Georgia. I mean, they, they had wide receivers out, two running backs out, offensive linemen, new,
0: new quarterback. I mean, you could go to the defensive side with injuries. Right, but they if they're so deep, and, and again, you're playing tough. lesser competition, shouldn't, again, if you're a top four team, you win handily, though, right? At least you should. Not not
5: always. Well, I mean, you should, but not always because you're playing the game of, you know, it's still, you're you're trying to move a man against his will. That's never easy. But also, J.B., this is important to remember. These
0: rankings so far that I gave you are through the first nine weeks, right? This is not the final ranking. This is not my college football playoff predictions. This is what we've seen so far the first nine weeks, and that's including, I think Georgia is going to win later today. I think it's going to be close, though. The spread's 14. I think Florida's going to keep it close and cover the spread, which I don't think is going to help George in this argument. But this is through the first nine weeks. That's all I'm looking at here. They still have ranked games coming up here where you can make some statements and get into the top four. But I think right now, through the first nine weeks, if you look at it objectively, I don't think you can truly say George is a top four team based on this year and this year only, who they've played and how they've played.
5: Right, right. I, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't have, I, I don't got no problem with that, you know, you know. And I called the other time when we was talking about the Kentucky game, and oh, if Georgia loses this game, they're out the playoffs. And Kentucky rushed for three hundred plus yards last week. We see them coming into Athens and, and, and running over the Dawgs, and they dropped fifty on them. Yeah, you that
0: did what not what go I mean? well so, for
5: your boy. You it, so it's just like um, you know, but you, we'll just let it play out. But I do have some comments about the hardball thing. Yes, but, you know, um. Hardball. I mean, man, does he have the block on fire right now? I mean, are they watching him? Is it people outside his house? I just want to know. I mean, jeez, Louis. But I yes. mean, I feel like if they if they do get if they do get caught and it's proven, no, they should not have a chance at the championship. But I think we all need to realize how how common taking signals is in football. Like you, um, I mean, it's not even illegal to have somebody in the stands. Watching the signals from the other team and communicating to your team—that's not a, you. Just can't send scouts to practices and games to steal signals. You well, you can't send from, people.
0: A- you can't send people to games of future opponents. And appreciate the call, JB. So that's illegal, and you can't film them, which also is illegal. So those are two rules there broken by Michigan. But it's like you—I think it, for me, the sign stealing, the scandal—is like the definition of pornography. You know it when you see it. You can argue everyone cheats, but I think some levels of cheating are more egregious than others. And in this case, you know what you see it. I think for me, that's why this Michigan case is worse than others. Rob is in Michigan. What's up, Rob? Hey, good morning. How's it going? Morning, man. What's on your mind? Uh, Well, I'm just tired of all the
5: Michigan, this, Michigan, that. Why is it every time that Michigan does something good, we're a good team, good basketball team, everything's got to come out that we're cheating. Why? Why? Why do, you,
0: team? why do you think the NCAA is after Michigan and no one else?
5: Well, you think none of the other coaches do anything like film stuff, like Bill Belichick. Okay, they, you know, he did what he did. To this everybody level, I don't
0: it. think so. Why has no one else gotten caught then? Because everybody just harps on Michigan. It's just like always Michigan.
5: Anytime they do anything good, Why is there everybody. this
0: victim complex? What, like, you think people are out to get Michigan just because, like, they don't want to see you have success? exactly it's like why why Why? i don't know
5: why i you you tell me you're in the you're on the sports radio you tell me because there's no
0: explanation because it's not a thing rob it's not a thing where people are out to get michigan if you look at it i am not a michigan fan but i'll tell you from a dollars and cents perspective michigan is good for college football michigan is good for the ncaa michigan is good for every broadcast television outlet because guess what They want Michigan on their TV because people watch their games. Love them or hate them, people watch. The better they are, the more relevant they are, the better the sport of college football is. I don't think the NCAA is going to bite their own hand and ESPN is going to bite, you know, take money out of their own pockets by trying to knock Michigan down and with this going after them anytime they have success. Fitting way to end this show. Hear the music. That will do it for me. A huge thank you to Colton Gesser, who as a Michigan fan, power through. Did a great job producing the show. A big thank you to you for joining us on this weekend. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next Saturday. It's been Hickey Night with Ryan Hickey with you right here on CBS Sports Radio.